Hi there, friend. Are you ready to get your health and mindset off to a great start in 2021? The Cowgirl Confessions podcast has partnered with Fit Equestrian and Certified Faster Way to Fat Loss Coach Jocelyn Reeves to give away one free six-week round to the Faster Way to Fat Loss Digital Fitness and Nutrition Program. One lucky listener will win, and it's simple. All you have to do is listen to this episode and then go follow us at the Cowgirl Confessions Podcast over on Instagram and click in the link in our bio. Easy as that. So get entered up for your health and mindset and a great start in 2021. y'all and welcome. You're listening to the Cowgirl Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Dakota Dawn Johnson, small town cowgirl with Southern roots, blazing a trail as a Midwest ranch wife, mama, and businesswoman. The mission of Cowgirl Confessions is to share the wonderfully wild and Western life stories of cowgirls from all walks of life. We'll talk about the highs, the lows, and everything in between when it comes to navigating careers, cowboys, kids, and cattle. Legendary cowgirl Dell Evans said it best, cowgirl is a pioneer spirit, a special brand of American courage. The cowgirl faces life head on, lives by her own lights, and makes no excuses. Cowgirls take stands, they speak up, they defend the things they hold dear. A cowgirl might be a rancher, a barrel racer, a bull rider, or an actress, but she's just as likely to be a checker at the local Winn-Dixie a full-time mother, a banker, an attorney, or an astronaut. If you're into wet saddle blankets, talks with God, buckets full of laughter, and the life lessons learned in the process, kick off your boots and settle in. I pray these stories encourage, empower, and give you just the leg up you need. Here's to embracing the cowgirl state of mind, no matter how wild and western life may get along the way. Hello, and thank you for being a part of this new episode on the Cowgirl Confessions podcast. I appreciate all of you guys tuning in, and I am so excited to introduce you to our uh, guest for this episode, my friend Jocelyn Reeves. We actually met about seven and a half, eight years ago um, in our corporate sales jobs, and our friendship has just continued to blossom over the years outside of work. And Jocelyn is a mom, a wife, a businesswoman, an equestrian, and honestly, just outside of being an incredible friend to me, she's also a mentor for me, just somebody that's really encouraging, and I know you're going to enjoy getting to meet her today. Jocelyn, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on and, and chat with everybody in the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, let's just kick it off with... Tell us a little bit about your your background, kind of your childhood, your experience growing up with horses, and then kind of what role horses play in your life now. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, so I've been riding horses for quite some time. I think I was about four years old when I started riding. Um, my mom had a horse when she was growing up, um, but then as I... Um, when I was a little girl, I had a babysitter who really loved horses. And ever since then, I've had horse fever. So I, my parents signed me up for some riding lessons and we drove an hour to go uh, to riding lessons once a week. 
And the woman that we went to, um, I actually, as a four-year-old, was not allowed to ride with a saddle. Um, I had to learn to ride without a saddle before I was able to put the saddle on. So her idea of teaching you how to ride was that you had to learn your balance, you had to learn the horse, and before you were allowed to have any kind of an aid, such as a saddle. Um, and, you know, I think overall, it's a great concept. I mean, it's kind of like in life, you should learn how to ride without a saddle before you get to saddle up. Yeah. Um, and so um, my riding career just continued. Um, I mainly rode hunter jumpers my whole life. Um, I was a working student at a farm um, during uh, my college years. And then after college, I, um, you know, sadly in owning horses, had to put down my horse. Um, and then I sold another horse that I had. So um, I started riding um, an old boyfriend's horses that he had that needed to get broke, but they were reigning cow horses. So um, I thought, hey, why not? I'll give this a try. And I did a short little stint in reining. Um, loved it, did a lot of reining cow horse work um, and really loved it, loved the quarter horse mentality. It was a bit of a shift from hunter jumpers my whole life. Um, and then now as of where I am in my life, I've actually gone back to hunter jumpers and even dabbled in some dressage. Um, and right now I have um, a 17 hand, uh, warm blood cross and he's super fun and he's very talented and just really enjoying that. And as we, um, kind of build our, our kids riding and build a farm, you know, maybe I'll get another reining horse at some point, but for right now I'm sticking with what I have. Well, um, just so interesting the way that you started out learning how to ride and props to that instructor, because, you know, that's a fundamental and I, I just really enjoyed hearing, um, you know, that part of your story and learning the basics, finding your balance. And I think we can all really relate to that and how important it is to have a strong foundation in those basics, whether you're using that in the arena or just kind of the arena of life. Um, you just yeah. you got to start, you know, with their basics and have a good foundation there. Um, I know just from us visiting and all that you were really involved too um, in in college with the equestrian team and had a, some pretty significant roles there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And sorry, I forgot to mention that. So oh, you're um, through college, I um, did transfer schools uh, while I was in college. So the first college I went to was a small all-girls universe or college in um, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania called Wilson College. They had a great equine program um, and I was there. I was president of the equestrian team um, and that was super fun. Uh, and my, I had a lot of equine studies classes and then I transferred to the University of Pittsburgh where the riding team was actually a club sport. I was also the president of the equestrian team there. Um, and just really enjoyed that whole collegiate atmosphere. We did some, when I was at Wilson, we also did some, um, some other horse shows um, that were collegiate related, but weren't just in the IHSA. And, you know, overall, it taught me a lot about working together and having to get on different horses. I mean, my whole life, I have kind of didn't get my first horse until I was actually 18. So I often was riding everyone else's horses or whatever horse was available. So when I jumped into the 
collegiate realm of riding in the IHSA, I, you know, was used to that. I was used to riding all different horses and really enjoyed kind of being a leader within the equestrian team at Wilson, as well as the equestrian team at the University of Pittsburgh. I love that. And it sounds like you had some great experiences to, to learn from, as you mentioned. And that kind of brings me to my next question. Jocelyn, what have you learned from horses over the years and, and even some of these experiences that you've had directly with horses um, that you feel like you've carried over into other areas of your life? Oh my goodness, so much. Um, you know, <laughs> outside of horses teaching you a lot about expenses and <laughs> uh, <laughs> different costs and unexpected expenses, um, it also taught me a lot about responsibility, having to, you know, work for things that you really want. And also, I think one of the biggest ones has been patience. Um, you know, you get a lot further with patience with horses than you do um, if you get impatient and being able to see progress along the way. Um, I think also sometimes what you think you want and versus what what really your your life is headed. I feel like in in training horses along the way and and seeing young horses come along that I've ridden, I think that there's sometimes you have a picture in your mind of what you want things to be. And then at the end, it ends up being an even better result than you imagined. And I, I feel like sometimes that's like training a horse. You have something pictured in your head of this dream that you want your horse to be. And then you start to move along and you're like, oh, this is not going how I thought it was, but it's going better. Or sometimes in some cases, it's not going so great. So how can we pivot? And I think that those have been some great examples of, of things that I've learned along the way and just kind of also expecting the unexpected. Um, you know, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago about expenses, I mean, there's always something that pops up with your horse and you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to do what's best for your horse as well as what works best for you. And I think that sometimes that's a hard decision. Sure. I mean, absolutely. And you use the word pivot and I feel like pivot is the word that everybody is really relating to in 2020. It's all about pivoting. We've, we've <laughs> yeah. all had to do it. And so that actually is making me think back, Jocelyn, just to kind of shift gears for a minute on just all that you have been navigating you and your husband, Chris, over, you know, I'll say the past 24 months, it's probably been more like the past 18 months, but you have had a lot going on and have navigated all these changes from moving across the country with two littles, building a dream home, a career move. You've had a lot going on. And so I would love it if you could kind of um, just paint that picture and tell a, a little bit of that story to our listeners and how you really, you know, have used that cowgirl state of mind and, and pivoted to, to get to where you're at right now. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's definitely been a wild ride over the past 18 months. And, you know, until you kind of mentioned several of the things, sometimes I forget about all the things that I've done over the past 18 months. So, um, I think along with having a, um, prior to COVID, obviously a busy travel schedule with work, um, we had bought property in Pennsylvania, um, about five and a half years ago for some time in the future. And we weren't really sure of a defined timeline that we had. And 
So last year I was, um, well, in 2019, I had our second baby, John, in May. Um, so I was out on maternity leave and we were planning on moving in 2020. Um, we were living in Colorado and we thought, okay, so let's start to put together a timeline of where we want to go and, you know, how we want to start building and, and build our farm and things like that. And then um, we <laughs> got a call that there was a position available um, in Pennsylvania, but we had to move in basically a month and a half. And so um, while John was three months old, we put our house on the market, we sold our house, we packed up a house, we moved cross country, um, and we moved in with my parents while we are building our home. Um, and <laughs> it was very wild for sure. And that is a good example of a time where it wasn't what I had planned in my head. And it all happened so fast that it wasn't until after the fact that I was like, oh my gosh, we, how'd we do all this? Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, as we moved through 2020, uh, we broke ground on our house and two weeks later, COVID shut down everything. So um, we were in a waiting game, residential construction had been shut down in Pennsylvania. Um, so all we had was a foundation with no, as everyone had, no timeline of what this looked like. Nobody has been through this before. Um, and then as we continued to navigate through 2020, I had a, just a career adjustment and have had to pivot and, and really sit back and, and think about all the things um, from a job that I love and love traveling but wasn't able to travel anymore and you know what was that going to look like going into 2021 what did it look like for the rest of 2020 you know what was it that I really needed to do and so I have lots of tips for people on moving and doing it with kids and selling a house in a month and you know all the things but I think the biggest takeaway from all of it is you have to believe that the things that are meant to be are going to be, and you can drive that and you can change that, but they may not happen exactly how you have planned and, and things may come up that, that are kind of disheartening and you, you aren't really sure why they happened, but you just have to believe that they happened for a reason. And you kind of have to just put on your boots every day and get up and continue moving forward with where you want to go and keep the end goal in mind. Um, so it's been a busy 18 months. We're just approaching finishing up our house. Um, so hopefully we will be in in the next two to three weeks. So super exciting. And I look forward to what 2020 bring or 2021 brings, and I hope there aren't as many changes in 2021. However, um, I'd really like to just uh, get settled and, and see where we can go from there. So, so good, Fran, and so many just nuggets in there that I'm like, yes, you have to just believe that, you know, it just believe it's going to happen, but then also 
be flexible in that that pursuit of how how it's all going to come together and you, you just got to put your boots on every day and and basically get after it I mean um, so so many nuggets there thank you for sharing that and just um, a summary of that I, I'm, I know at the end of this we'll share where people can go follow you and your blog and and all the things because you are a wealth of knowledge in so many departments and I'm so thankful to have that in you as a friend even just the first time I was getting ready to fly with um, a baby and I was like okay I've I've Pinterest I've Googled I've done all these things but you you live it every week so tell me the the do's and don'ts tell me the way I can make this really efficient and enjoyable for for me and my family traveling with a baby and flying so um can't wait for you to be able to share with everybody where they can come and connect with you um so one of the other areas that I just really admire and respect about you and then is always super encouraging is you make it a priority to take care of your health um, and when I say health, I mean, that's your fitness as well as, you know, the food that you're putting in your body. And even when we were both traveling really extensively, you still made that a priority. So if you could just dive into that, Jocelyn, and tell us more about what you do um, to take care of your health and um, the Faster Way to Fat Loss program. Absolutely. Um, so about two and a half years ago, a friend of mine introduced me to a program called the Faster Way to Fat Loss. Um, it is a digital fitness and nutrition program. And I had struggled from losing the last 10 pounds after I had Mary, my daughter. Um, and I had tried several different programs. They just weren't sustainable when I was out on the road. Um, it required a lot of measuring and a lot of things that you can only have this and food lists and different things like that. And you know, as you mentioned, I mean, we travel, so it it is a challenge when you're in and out of restaurants and, you know, how do you fit these things within your, your allotted, I guess you could say, portions um, with several of the programs that I tried. So when my friend introduced me to the faster rate of fat loss, I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. And um, the great thing about it is you can take it anywhere. Um, it's, there's no uh, deprivation to it. There's you make it fit and work for you. Um, and I think the reason that I've always continued down that road, not only did I see results and I was able to do the faster rate of fat loss through my pregnancy, um, was also that like the way that I felt when I started eating better, when I started getting regular exercise, um, it's just a huge difference. I've always been an active person um, through my whole life. I've played sports, you know, through grade school, high school, college, I played sports. Uh, obviously I've always ridden horses and it's just such a huge part of life in general. Um, you know, sometimes when I hear parents say like how tired they are and you know, how they don't have time to eat. And I think that it's super important to also realize that you need to make yourself a priority too, because you can't, you can't, what's the saying? You can't fill from an empty cup or you can't, you know, you can't give if you yourself are empty. And I know that that's not the exact saying, um, but I think it's so important. So what I have learned and have been able to utilize um, from the faster rate of fat loss is that if you focus on nutrition, that is 90% of it. If you focus on your nutrition, 90% of it, you can always fall, find something that is a pretty healthy option 
no matter where you are, whether you're in an airport, whether you're stopping at a gas station, whether you're you know, going out to eat at a restaurant, and there's, it's also okay to enjoy yourself. Um, whether you have a night out with friends or you are um, out with a customer, you know, it, it's fine to enjoy yourself. And with the faster rate of fat loss, I've still continued it. I've loved it so much that I've actually become a certified faster rate of fat loss coach. Um, it's quite an extensive program that you have to go through to become a certified faster rate of fat loss coach. So now I teach others how they can focus on their nutrition and quick, effective workouts. So 30 minutes or under, um, five days a week to get in your fitness. And I think you just have to make it a priority and want to make it a priority. Um, it is a decision only you can make and you have to want to make it. Not everybody is motivated all the time. Frankly, no one is motivated 365 days a year, but you have to want to make a change to feel better and to have more energy to be able to keep up with your kids or keep up riding. And it just excites me in helping others find that place. And hey, if the faster rate of fat loss works for you, that is fantastic. And you know, if you you take a few nuggets away from it that you're able to apply to your daily life, I have done my job. Yeah, it's so encouraging to hear you give some different examples like that, even Jocelyn, of, you know, whether you're having to stop and grab lunch at a gas station, or if you're having to take clients out to dinner, or maybe you're at a family function and you know that like your grandma made potato salad and you love that dang potato salad and you just don't want to have to not eat it because you're on some really strict regimen, like that's real life. Okay. And so I, I really have enjoyed learning more about the faster way to fat loss program with you and just how it, it's okay, you know, to, to treat yourself, but then, um, you know, you just kind of make sure you're making healthier choices and, and really more than anything, making the commitment to yourself, taking the time to prioritize yourself and your health. Uh, one of my favorite um, things I've seen you post at different times, whether you were working out just, um, you know, with your kids with you or at one of your friends is whenever you'll do your workouts, like in the center aisleway of the barn. And I was like, oh my gosh, why have I never thought about doing that before? I mean, it just, I, I really enjoy how you're incorporating that into your equestrian life as well. And like this whole fit equestrian movement. Absolutely. Um, and it makes it more fun, right? You get to be sure. there with your horses. I mean, what horse person doesn't like to be right there with their horses? So, um, you know, I think that the big thing from a fit equestrian standpoint, I mean, they're your partner and you expect them to be in shape for the things that you want to do. And I think sometimes um, there are times or people who don't think of it like that. You also need to be in shape. I mean, really your horse shouldn't have to cart your butt around and you not give your hundred percent as well. Um, so I think, you know, as far as the partnership goes, it will improve your riding. You'll, you'll see cardiovascular improvements. You'll see a lot more stamina when it comes to riding. And I just think it's so important when we expect so much from our equine partners and, when, when you can give your all as well, and you're not just 100% depending on them. Absolutely. hundred percent agree with that. And Jocelyn, 
I've just really enjoyed getting to visit with you today, friend. I feel like we could be on here for, you know, a long time. There's so much more that I want to be able to share with our listeners, but um, let's talk about where people can go to find you and keep up with, you know, whether it's the faster way to fat loss or they are just really interested in kind of this, um, the, the farmhouse building that you have taken on with your dream home or just some daily encouragement. Um, how can they connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. So um, I do have a website. It's www.jocelynreeves.com. And that is where I post my blogs. Um, I also, you can find me on Instagram at Jocelyn M. Reeves, and that will give you some daily fitness, some little bit into the life of me. And then I did start a fun page because I had so many people asking me about my home and home building and you know what does the house look like and what did you decide on that I started a fun farmhouse page called the Blanc Noir. Um, and that kind of gives a glimpse into building this home. And as we continue to build the barn and put up fencing and get the horses there and whatever other funny farm animals my children and husband <laughs> decide that they want to have on the farm. Um, I, I just think it's fun to carry on and, and show that and have other people enjoy that with us. So um, three places you can find me. I am also on Facebook. I'm not quite as active on Facebook, but you can still find me there. Perfect. Uh, I'm just so thankful that you hopped on here to share a little bit of your story with us. And it's just been beautiful watching um just watching you move forward and life unfold I mean as crazy as this past year has been you know we met each other pre-husbands pre-babies and to watch you you know building your your dream home um with your sweet family it's just really really exciting to watch this chapter unfold for you friend and um I'm glad other people are going to start to get a glimpse into this as well for you Thanks so much. It's been super fun and, and it's been a, a fun ride. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, Jocelyn, take care and we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thank you for spending your time with me on the Cowgirl Confessions podcast. I'm so glad y'all stopped by. If you could take a moment to share this episode and tag us on social media, I'd be happier than a cowgirl in a sea of buy one, get one vintage turquoise. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. New episodes will be released bi-monthly. Please leave us a review if you feel so led by going to iTunes. Your feedback will really help us breed the idea of grabbing life by the horns with a cowgirl state of mind into women across the globe. Some that may have never even had the privilege to throw their leg over a horse, but could most certainly use the cowgirl state of mind while navigating life. Thanks again, y'all. Until next time, keep pursuing your dreams with that all-go and no-woe mentality. Remember... You're writing a story that's worth saddling up for, sister.